Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Happy Christmas. (laughs) Praise the Lord. I know most of us are waiting until 25th. eh? So that we start uh, shaking the hands of people and telling them Merry Christmas, Happy New Year and everything. But I want to thank God that he has brought us this far. God is faithful. God is faithful. When we hear such testimonies, it's encouraging us now to start parking, not to be afraid of going home. God is faithful back in our homes. Praise the Lord. He will sustain us and keep us sound. Praise the Lord. He said, I will never leave you until the close of the age. That's a testimony. And it keeps them fresh. If I was a detective, you will see it today. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Yeah, it's good to be in the house of the Lord. It's a blessing. And we thank God for the way he has kept them, he has kept the family. I worked with very many Sri Lankans somewhere else in the seashells. And I know the kind of desire for them. Canada, there are so many. <laughs> Everybody wanted to go to Canada, Canada, Canada. And so when you see God touch somebody's life and tells him, this is not where I want you to go, then the story of Jonah makes sense to us. <laughs> Praise the Lord. We begin to realize that once he has laid upon your heart that I want you to be a vessel in my hands and this is where I'm taking you. It doesn't matter how difficult the place looks. God's sustenance will always be over you. He will provide for every need in your life. And that is why this year we are gathered here to celebrate of God's faithfulness. Majority of us have been through difficult times. Maybe we are smiling all along, but we know individually what God has taken us through. And so this God we speak about It's not a theory that we are just trying to profess before people. It's not a story from the book. It's an experience that some of us are actually going through. And there's nothing as wonderful as sharing your personal experience because that is what sharpens the lives of the other people that we interact with. Praise the Lord. Father, we thank you this afternoon. We are grateful that you are in our presence. Lord, as we share about your faithfulness and your goodness in our lives, whatever you have laid upon our hearts this afternoon, Father, let each one of us pick something that will encourage them, will see them launch into the coming year with a lot of hope, with a lot of strength and confidence. Reason being that they belong to you. Reason being, because you are watching over them. We thank you and we honor thee. In Jesus' name, I prayed. Praise the Lord. There was a song that was sung here, and uh, I want us to share on the subject of the joy to the world. Joy to the world. Joy to the world.
yes. Just sing. Oh yes. Heaven and heaven nature sing. Let every man rejoice. Praise the Lord. The message this year is just for you to be ready to rejoice. I want you to know that God loves you so much, not in a general terms, but in a specific way. When we read these scriptures, we see them as a message to the whole world. But when you personalize it, it begins to make sense to your own personal life. You begin to experience God at a very personal level, and you begin to experience the difference that He can make in your life. Praise the Lord. If we look at Luke, Luke chapter 2. I don't know where these shepherds were because the Omanis have laid claim to the wise men. Probably the UAE will lay claim to these ones. Or Syria or uh, Iraq. But it doesn't matter. What we celebrate, those of us from as far away as Africa, we can always celebrate the message of the season. The Bible says in Luke chapter 2, verse 8. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. Verse 10. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Can we say good news? God is bringing good news to me and great joy. Verse 13, Suddenly a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. Praise the Lord. I don't know what you've been going through, but the Bible says God has sent his angels to tell you there's great joy. You need to ready yourself to celebrate this joy. When the shepherds set out to look after their flock, they didn't expect such a surprise. They had prepared themselves for the long, cold nights. They had prepared themselves for any eventuality. If they were wild animals, they had their own physical way of protecting themselves. And one of them was crowding themselves together. That's why they were together that time, to keep themselves warm, to keep themselves secure from the elements of nature. But God had good news for them. The good news he was bringing was the man Jesus Christ. And so when the angel comes to announce to them about the newborn child, at that time you would question yourself, it's normal for children to be born. But what's so special about this one? But we want to thank God because at this moment of time in the human history, we are so privileged because we can know, we can read about uh, the history of Christ before he was born, 
when he was born. It would be a great disadvantage for any one of us to be born at that time because we didn't know what Christ would accomplish after his death. But today we can look back and see from the time of the promise, the time of his birth, the time of his crucifixion, and the effect it has had on the humankind. And so we can see the power of God being manifested in an exponential way to deliver humanity from various difficulties and challenges in life. Some things that we witness today, probably, those people would only imagine. If you look at the prophetic books, you will see men of God saying, and they were grasshoppers breathing fire in the last days, breathing fire. And sometimes I imagine probably these people were seeing the jet fighters, and because their concept at that time could not conceptualize a jet fighter, the only animal they saw flying is the, uh, the desert locusts. So they would see this a strange kind of locust breathing fire. I want you to imagine what they were seeing and to see what we are seeing today. Those of you who don't know I'm a teacher, so I'm trying to stretch your mind. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> That if somebody is telling you something you have never seen before, you are just left wondering. And I see these people, those great prophets, those great servants of God, trying to stretch their mind to imagine what is this that the Spirit of God is showing me? Uh, something flying and zooming in and breathing fire, and it was funny. But for us now, we know what jet fighters are. And so if you can see it, you know, as it's a jet fighter, whichever model it is. I don't know. We may be shown other things that we will never ever see, but that is up to God. Praise the Lord. I have said we want to share on the joy, the message, the joy to the world. I want us to look at the first aspect of joy, and that's the joy to the oppressed. Luke 4, 17. Luke 4, 17. Christ is already born. The kings have celebrated, people have celebrated, but we, we, we push ourselves right into his, his ministry and begin to see the kind of celebrations that people had looked forward to. What kind of celebrations, what kind of joy the angel was trying to tell people to anticipate in the life of Jesus Christ. Luke 4:17 the bible says the scroll of isaiah the prophet was handed to him he unrolled the scroll and found the place where this was written the spirit of the lord is upon me for he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor he has sent me to proclaim the, that captives will be released that the blind will see that the oppressed will be set free, and that the time of the Lord's favor has come. Praise the Lord. There is joy to the oppressed. Many people in the world today are going through a lot of different forms of oppression. It may be spiritual oppression, political, and whatever. You can try to describe it. But the truth of the matter is that these are human beings which, who are experiencing these tough moments at a personal level and at a coll uh, collective level. 
but all of them are experiencing difficult moments. But I want to say that Christ has proclaimed on this message that the Spirit of the Lord is upon to proclaim the deliverance, the setting free of the captives, the setting free of those that are oppressed. It doesn't matter what kind of experience you are going through. That's a declaration from the mouth of the Son of the living God that the Spirit of God is upon him to declare to you a release upon your life, a setting free from that situation you are in. And this is the kind of joy that you have as a person who is undergoing oppression in your life. You don't want any other thing. You just want to be set free. I'm talking from an African perspective. Most of the African countries were colonized. And if you read the history of Kenya, our independence was a bloody one. Praise the Lord. It was a bloody experience. So when I'm speaking from my perspective, I know that there were many people who suffered. There were many people who were killed. There were many people who died in the struggle for the freedom. So it is not an easy thing. The human nature, you want to be free. At a personal level, it's from a spiritual realm, from a physical realm, we are always yearning for that freedom. And I know deep within us, as we live through this 2019, probably as we share this very afternoon, there are people in their lives in our midst who have not had any freedom this day. They may be walking, but deep within them, there is a form of captivity. There is a form of oppression that they are experiencing in their lives. And the cry deep within them is, Oh Lord, will you have mercy upon me? Will you set me free from this situation? Will you come and deliver me? And they are crying out deep within. It's only that we cannot hear. Because that's a deep, deep, deep heart that they are feeling. But the Bible says that Christ has come to set us free. It is possible if you surrender all that you have unto him, the Lord will have mercy upon you. But Miles was such a person. He was crying at this roadside, every time desiring to see. The physical eyes were shut, and people could not comprehend what he was missing. But only him knew what he was missing. Because he yearned to see what people were talking about, he could not see. Until this one man walked along, in the name of Jesus Christ. And then when he realized this was my chance to be set free from my blindness, he cried out with a loud voice, Jesus Christ, the son of David, that I may see. Praise the Lord. I don't know what your cry is this, morning, this afternoon, but Jesus Christ can pick your voice from that crowd. It doesn't matter how many other people are crying out for his deliverance, but yours is unique in his ears. Say, my voice is unique. My, voice is unique. my cry is unique. You just lift up your voice to Jesus. He has got the capacity of picking that particular frequency of pain and lifting you out of that crowd. Praise the Lord. The story of Batmas, we know everybody was trying to shut him down. That is your place. You need to remain there. That's where you always sit. Why are you disturbing our peace? But this man realized, if I don't lift up my voice, I'll forever be condemned in this place. 
I want to tell you this, morning, this afternoon, there's no place that is permanent for you. There's no situation that is permanent in your life. There's no experience that is permanent in your life. You have got a decision to make as an individual and lift up your voice to the Almighty God and tell Him you say, peace to the world, joy to the world. I want joy in my life now. I want to experience the joy of freedom in my spiritual life. And God is well able to set you free from that captivity. Praise the Lord. 2019 cannot just end with you in the same situation. I love the coming year. How many love seeing it? Oh, you people, you don't want to reach there. Praise the Lord. 20 opticians, you know that. 2020. It doesn't click anything into your mind? Into your mind? Hey, perfect? Perfect vision. Praise the Lord. Perfect vision next year. In my life, perfect vision. Yes, ah, thank you for saying amen for my life. What about you? Perfect vision for my life. Amen. Praise the Lord. God is setting us up for a moment where we can set a clear vision of what we want in our spiritual lives. Set everything right in your spiritual life and every other thing will fall in place. The Bible says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all its righteousness and all these things. Will you be following them? Ah, no. <laughs> Praise the Lord. They will follow you. Seek ye first. So what you chase after is God's kingdom, its righteousness, full righteousness, and the rest begin to fall in place. Have that clarity of vision, and God will set you free from all forms of oppression. Praise the Lord. I want us to go quickly to the book of 2 Kings chapter 7. 2 Kings chapter 7. The Bible says, Now there were four men with leprosy at the entrance of the city gate. They said to each other, Why stay, he, stay here until we die? Verse 4. If we say we will go into the city, the famine is there, and we will die. And if we stay here, we will die. So let's go over to the camp of the Armenians and surrender. If they spare us, we leave. If they kill us, then we die. Five, at dusk they got up and went to the camp of the Arameans. When they reached the edge of the camp, no one was there. For the Lord had caused Arameans to hear the sound of chariots and horses and a great army, so that they said to one another, Look, the king of Israel has hired the Hittites and Egyptian king to attack us. So they got up and fled in dusk and abandoned their tents and their horses and donkeys. They left the camp as it was and ran for their lives. Praise the Lord. The background to this is that this, the army of the Ramians which had surrounded the Israelites, it had besieged the city. And the tradition of the Jews was that if you suffered from leprosy, you are not supposed to meet with any other person. 
So you are set out of the city. You are sent to stay outside of the city gate because you are unclean. Praise the Lord. Hopeless. Good for nothing. That's what the devil is telling some of you. You are good for nothing. You don't deserve anything good. So they were set outside the city gate. And these guys realized one thing. This city has been besieged. There's no food getting in. So it's a matter of time they're going to die. If we go back there, death is certain. Praise the Lord. Now, this was just logic. And then they sat down and they said, this army has surrounded us. We are good for nothing. If we walk there, they may have mercy upon us. They may. There's a small chance. Praise the Lord. But if they decide to die us, sorry, if they decide to kill us, then we die. But it doesn't make any difference. Dying of hunger and dying of uh, being chopped off the head or something. <laughs> Praise the Lord. If, you're, if somebody stabs you and you die, or somebody kills, stabs you to death, after you've died, you can't wake up and say, ah, this one was, my death was good. <laughs> Yours was bad. You can't, there's no chance to compare. You're already dead. So these people just looked at the whole thing and said, there's a remote chance that if we walk to that other camp, we may be spared. But God is always faithful. He will never leave you in such a desperate situation. So these guys, as they started walking, I am sure deep within they were saying, Oh God of Israel, Thou mighty God of Israel, have mercy upon us. Be merciful unto us. So they were registering their concern with the Almighty God. That is what you need to start doing right now in your life. Register your worries with God. Tell Him, my Father, I have tried every other thing. Death is written all over the walls, all over the doors that I'm going through. But I have hope beyond this death there is life. Beyond this death, you are there, Lord. You can spare my life. Walk with that faith. The Bible says every step they were making, God was magnifying it. It was sounding like a mighty army of horses. Those that had laid charge over the city interpreted that there's a big army that is coming. And those days, I don't know how these people used to reason, People say that the humankind is becoming cleverer and cleverer with the time, and I tend to agree. Because these people used to go to war, and they would carry all the gold, they would carry everything. Never mind, in war, you, have no, you, 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 you can't determine whether you are going to die or not. If I, if I was born at that time, I would hide my gold underground first, then go to fight. With some small coded message, in case I die, somebody else will be able to recover. But these people used to carry everything. That is God working. He sees the future ahead of you. He makes your enemies lay the table for you. 
so that when you come to when they come to fight they have actually prepared a place for you to celebrate and they don't know in their mind they say i'm going to celebrate as he dies but god says oh he will be celebrating as you are dead praise the lord so i want to announce to everybody today it doesn't matter what kind of situation you are going through especially those who feel oppressed in places of work in your own spiritual life, in every other area of our lives, God has prepared a situation that will see you being catapulted to a new level of rejoicing. A place of joy where you will see the hand of God step into your lives. The long story is, the enemy fled. He ran away, left everything there. These people came, they found some suits there, Captain so-and-so. These days they write the names, but those days they never used to write the names. Lieutenant, Brigadier. I can see the man with leprosy trying to put his hand in a jacket, fitting, and he looks like a brigadier who is weak. And then another one trying another cloth. And then it occurred to them, let's go and tell our brothers. When it works for you, your testimony in the excellent man will be to uplift the others. Praise the Lord. When God visits your life, it will be an opportunity also to go and testify of his goodness. The situation you are going through is a place where God is preparing you to experience him in a better way. So that when you testify, it will be something you have experienced. Praise the Lord. Not something you had somebody else testify of but something you have gone through. Sometimes I don't like when I hear people say, brother, we understand what you are going through. Sometimes I ask myself, has he ever gone through what I'm going through or is he just telling me what he has read in books? If somebody has gone through what you have gone through and he tells you, you remember this happened to me at that time and this is the way God helped me through, it has got a bigger impact in your life than somebody just coming with theories of psychology and tells yes, we understand. Mm, yes, I am with you. You are not with me. I'm feeling pain in my life. I'm feeling forgotten in my life. I'm feeling abandoned in my life. I need somebody who has been through the same situation. Somebody whom God has lifted up to give a testimony so that I can understand. Indeed, God is faithful. Praise the Lord. When our pastor is talking about having survived in Sri Lanka, then you can know, yes, God can keep you in a difficult situation. Praise the Lord. If he had come from Canada and telling, he tells you how God has kept them in Sri Lanka, Pastor, you have been in Cagliari all this time. How did you experience life in in Sri Lanka. You would be asking yourself. You may not ask him because he's a man of God, but in your heart you'll be, ah, pastor, is this true? But he has been there. He saw the civil war. He saw it come to an end. Now he has come back. You can listen to him and say, this is a man who has trusted God in tough moments. If he tells you, Kenneth, God is calling you now to go to Afghanistan. You will look at him and remember his story. 
and especially if he says, I want you to accompany me to Afghanistan, you can at least walk with faith behind him because he has been through difficult moments. Praise the Lord. But if Pastor Abraham told you now our mission is to Afghanistan, Kenneth, we want to pray for you in the church, that day I'll be sick. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> and probably the previous night, the TV will have been showing very many things happening in Afghanistan. I tell him, Pastor, the Lord has spoken to you, but he has not spoken to me. I'm waiting. <laughs> I'm waiting to hear that voice. <laughs> Praise the Lord. God is faithful. Amen. He will set us free from captivity. Amen. Exodus 2:23. Exodus 2:23. Years passed and the king of Egypt died. But the Israelites continued to groan under the, their burden of slavery. They cried out for help, and their cry rose up to God. God heard their groaning, and he remembered his covenant promise to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He looked down on the people of Israel and knew it was time to act. Say, God knows it's time to act. God has not forgotten me. Chapter 3. We go to chapter 3. Let's move up to verse 7. The Lord told him, that is, God is talking to Moses. The Lord told him, I have certainly seen the oppression of my people in Egypt. I have heard their cries of distress because of their harsh slave drivers. Yes, I am aware of their suffering. So I have come down to rescue them from the power of the Egyptians and lead them out of Egypt into their own fertile and spacious land. It is a land flowing with milk and honey, the land where the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Havites, and Jebusites now live. Look, the cry of the people of Israel has reached me and I have seen how harshly the Egyptians abused them. God has repeated several times in his word, I have heard them, I have heard their cry, I have heard their groaning. Why is he repeating this? It means these people were not just suffering one evening. They didn't suffer for one week. They didn't suffer for one month. It was years. They had been oppressed for a long period. And every time they raised up their voice and cried, God was hearing. This is where we go wrong. Because the devil makes us to start commenting negatively about God's ability to deliver us. And in so doing, we deny God the opportunity of showing his power in our lives. Instead of waiting continuously lifting our voice to God, what we do is to complain and lament and see how it is difficult for God to set us free. It doesn't work that way. God wants you to trust in Him. Praise the Lord. Although these people cried for long, God delivered them. And I have come to say, God has heard your cry. It doesn't matter what you're going through. 
but God has heard your cry. Your tears will turn into joy. Because he has heard your cry, he will send a deliverer. He will send you a deliverer. It may be a word of encouragement. It may be a word of testimony. It may be a message, a word of knowledge. But God is sending a deliverer in your life. 2020 must have clarity in your life. It will no longer be like 2019. Because God has purposed that there has to be a difference in your life. Praise the Lord. Number two, joy to the sick. John 9, 7 to 11. If we start from verse 1, as Jesus was walking along, he saw a man who had been, been blind from birth. Rabbi, his disciples asked him, why was this man born blind? Was it because of his own sins or his parents' sins? Verse 3, Jesus answered, it was not because of his sins or his parents' sins. Jesus answered, this happened so the power of God could be seen in him. We must quickly carry out the tasks assigned us by the one who sent us. The night is coming and then no one can work. But while I am here in the world, I am the light of the world. Praise the Lord. Verse 6, Then his, his feet on the ground, made mud with the saliva, and spread the mud over the blind man's eye. He told him, Go wash yourself in the pool of Siloam. So the man went and washed and, be, and came back seeing. His neighbors and others who knew him as a blind beggar asked each other, Isn't this the man who used to sit and beg? Some said he was, and others said, No, he just looks like him. Many are going to wonder, Is this the man who used to complain of this disease? Is this the man who was suffering from this problem. But because you will have had an encounter with Jesus, he will have set himself into your life to bring joy. Praise the Lord. It doesn't matter the kind of disease we are going through, the kind of situation we are going through, God is able to deliver us. God is faithful and determined to set us free from that kind of vice. Praise the Lord. Now, look at the kind of situation this man was in. There was nothing he could do about it. He arrived on earth blind. It's not that he was playing around and something pricked his eye. No. He was invited by his parents to the earth, planet earth, arrived and found himself blind. And all through his life, he was a blind man. I don't know what kind of situation you are going through. Probably it's such that there's nothing you can do about it. You find yourself in it. It is part of you. And everybody realizes this is, this is, this is what defines Kenneth. In fact, these people are surprised when the man is healed. They are surprised that he looks like the one they know. Because people have associated him with that situation. 
Your situation may be that kind of unique situation. People have associated you with failure. People have associated you with lack of purpose in life. People have associated you with confusion. People have associated you with all manner of things. And so when they describe you, they say, this, this brother, this brother who speaks in the church and is always confused. So part of your description is that problem. This brother who is in the church is, is always having this issue. In fact, you are embarrassed to stand before people because you know everybody knows you by that negative aspect in your life. But I want to say, there comes a time when there's joy on the world, but that joy becomes specific to you when Jesus arrives in your life. Praise the Lord. You can take this season to remind yourself the coming of Jesus Christ on earth was not just for the whole world, it was for me. Personalize it. It was for my situation now. Christ, come into my situation and deliver me. Come and change my situation. I am tired of living like this. I am tired of being described by this problem. I don't know what it is in your life, but you can declare it in your life. You don't want it anymore. You want it to change. Luke 8:43. we also read about a woman. The woman with the issue of blood. Now this woman, the Bible says, Luke 8:43, And the woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years, but no one could heal her. She came up behind him and touched the edge of his cloak, and immediately her bleeding stopped. Praise the Lord. I don't know what your problem is, but this woman made up her mind. The angels declared long time ago that joy is in the earth for us human beings, that we should glorify God by the name of this man. So when Jesus was passing by, she never gave him permission, she never gave him room to leave her. The Bible records, if you go in that whole of that story, that this woman had spent so much of her wealth seeking for her own cure. She had gone to various doctors, the specialists of the day, but none was transforming her life. Probably there are people you have approached to sort you out, your mess. These people are knowledgeable, but each one of them is just discouraging. The, res the results you get from there are discouraging. But we can be as wise as this woman. She had given up now on the doctors. And she was waiting for the real solution now. The Bible says in that crowd, she never minded. She squeezed her way, pursued the man, squeezed her way until she touched the hem of his garment. Praise the Lord. There's a song we used to sing. For I have touched the hem of his garment and his blood has made me whole. Yes, it is Jesus. Oh, yes, it's Jesus. It is Jesus in my soul. For I have touched the hem of his garment, and his blood has set me free. You can sing that song in your life. 
that I have touched the hem of his garment, and his blood has set me free. Praise the Lord. Every form of sickness in your life can disappear. The solution is in your determination to seek for this solution from God. Praise the Lord. He is always available. He is always available. Jesus was going to Jairus' house, but this woman did not allow him to reach there. She said, Jairus has got his own solution, but I have got my own solution from this man. Don't wait for other people to receive their blessing from Christ when you have an opportunity also to touch his garment. You have a chance as an individual to reach out, lift up your voice to him and say, Oh God, I need you to visit my soul. Praise the Lord. And it will be well with you. Praise the Lord. Number three, I'll finish with that one. Joy to those seeking restoration. Joy to those seeking restoration. There are people in our midst, their dreams seem to be fading away. They were born with a lot of dreams, with a lot of hope in their lives. And they pursued those dreams with a lot of zeal, with a lot of energy. But as the years go by, they begin to recalibrate their thoughts because they are seeing things are not working. They are reevaluating downwards, revising their goals downwards. Because they realize I can't jump up to that roof. I would rather set my hurdle down here and jump, then I'll be successful. They try that one, again they are not able, so they bring it down and down and down. But God has come also to make you jump the first hurdle that he had set in your life. Praise the Lord. Joseph is one such a person. Genesis, the story of Joseph is long. It covers several chapters. 37, Genesis 37, all through. So I've just picked up a few portions. Genesis chapter 41, 46, the Bible says, Joseph was 30 years old when he entered the service of Pharaoh king of Egypt, and Joseph went out from Pharaoh's presence and traveled throughout Egypt. Start from chapter 37 at your own time. It is an old story, we know it, but prayerfully read. You begin to see how the devil is trying to discourage this young man. He's excited with this dream. He shares with his parents, hoping they will help and support. But the parents are also envious. How? You've just been born. We were putting you in nappies the other day. Now you are saying you want to be the king. The brothers are not happy. They throw him into the pit. But the spirit of God was still working. Praise the Lord. No matter the discouragement that was coming in the life of Joseph, God was still at work. Sometimes the trainings that God takes us through are not the normal trainings that we know. Praise the Lord. I want you to think about the most successful people in life. Where success to human beings is the richest. <laughs> Did you get that? Many people define success in terms of wealth, money, flus. <laughs> those who have a lot of money are this successful. Think about those ones also. But think about the others who are successful in different ways. Praise the Lord. 
if you reflect over their lives clearly, in most cases, majority of them set out facing east. Along the way, their heads were turned to face west, and then they found their bearing. Praise the Lord. Think about, Brother Vipin is here, he likes football. Think about the most, the, the best footballers. Some, sometimes some of them started off as basket, they wanted basketball. Or they started as goalie, and then they turned into good strikers. Or they started as strikers, and they turned out to be the best, the best defenders. So be flexible, allow yourself, allow God to mold you into what He wants you to be. Praise the Lord. He will restore the earlier dream He had for you. For as long as you allow yourself not to be beaten. This man was in the pit. He rose up, was enslaved. He went to prison. What kind of training is that for a prime minister? Tell me. We will take him to a political, eh, political science class, teach him some law, teach him some economics, and then tell him now you are ready eh, to handle state affairs. But this man is being thrown in the hall, then he's told to clean plates in somebody's house, then from there he's thrown into prison, and then after prison they tell him now you are the prime minister of this land. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Isn't that God? God has got a way of restoring us into our earlier dream if we do allow Him to work into our lives. Just bring yourself close into fellowship with Him and He will do that which you have always desired Him to do in your life. It's never too late with God. It's never too late with God. He will always do it in our lives. Praise the Lord. And there is joy to you this morning. May God bless you so much. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor joy to the world. Joy to the world. If I may ask you what is this joy to the world that you have had, tell your neighbor Jesus is joy to the world. Then what are you going through? that make you to be sad? Ask yourself that question. If you believe in Jesus Christ, who is joy to the world? You need to recognize this, that Jesus is joy to the world. That has been made clear to us today. So, what is joy to the world? The joy to the world is Jesus Christ. He is joy to the lost. For those that are lost, he's ready to redeem them. He's ready to bring them back. He is joy to the world. He is joy to the sick. For those that are sick, he is joy to the sick. If you lack anything, he is your joy. Day and night, he is your joy. If you want to be restored back, you want to be redeemed, he is your joy. Is ready to welcome you back. There are promises that are associated to this joy of the world. Turn with me to Revelation 7. Revelation 7, 16 to 17. The joy to the world means 
They shall neither hunger anymore nor thirsty anymore. The sun shall not strike them nor any heat. For the lamp who is in the midst of the throne will shepherd them and lead them to living fountain of water. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Can you see now? Can you say, God bless you, brother. Amen to that. The Lord will wipe away every tears. If somebody is not happy, if somebody is not having that joy, he will be crying. And the Lord is assuring us today that God will wipe away every tear from your eyes in the mighty name of Jesus. So, be like those shepherds that recognize the star in the season of Christmas. Be like those shepherds and see when Jesus is knocking at your heart. Allow him to come inside you. Seek him and you will find him. You will have that internal joy when you seek him. And you will find him and the joy will be with you forever. Brethren, let us be on our feet. I want to tell you that the joy to the world is Jesus Christ. Because he is the answer to every unanswerable question in our lives. As we go into the Christmas, as we celebrate Christmas, the year is coming to an end. Always recognize that Jesus is what? He is the joy to the world. And hold on to him. And God will bless you in Jesus' name. So begin to talk to God. Lord, this year is coming to an end. You are the joy to the world. These are the areas of my life that I want you to touch immediately and let your joy override every sorrow in my heart. I don't know what you are going through. I don't know what somebody that are close to you are going through. Begin to talk to God that, Lord, Jesus Christ, you are the joy to this world. Let your joy, let it resurrect in my heart, in my home over my walk, over my life. Let your joy come up and resurrect and lift me up and wipe away every tears. Pray unto God. You know those areas, those areas that you want the joy of the Lord to be with you. Father, you are the joy to this world and we pray as year goes to an end that we shall never cry in the mighty name of Jesus. Every day and night, your joy will continue to work stronger in our life and in our household in Jesus' name. Thank you, everlasting Father. As we celebrate this season, Father, we pray that the joy of Christmas will continue to grow in our life in Jesus' name. That joy that you have come to the world to, 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 to release to the world, that joy, God Almighty, shall continue to grow over your home over your household, over your life, in the mighty name of Jesus. In every area of your life, the joy of the Lord will continue to be with you in Jesus' name. Thank you, Almighty God. Lord, we bless your son that you have used for us today. As he has passed through us the joy of the world, which is that Jesus Christ. We pray that in his home, that joy will continue to radiate over his children, over his wife, over his family, extended family, his work, in the mighty name of Jesus. He has given us this message today. Father, reload him in the mighty name of Jesus. More anointing in his life in Jesus' name. Thank you, almighty God. As we go to our different homes, Father, we pray you will go ahead of us in Jesus' name. 
And when the excellent men will be returning tomorrow for testimony, the joy of the Lord will continue to grow stronger in their life in the mighty name of Jesus. And as we meet here on Wednesday morning, early in the morning for Christmas, that joy of the Lord will bring us here joyfully in the mighty name of Jesus. In this season of joy, things of joy shall never cease in our midst in Jesus' name. We remember those that have traveled. Father, the joy of the Lord that have taken them to wherever they have gone to, shall bring them with joy back here in the mighty name of Jesus. And we pray for brothers that are visiting us today. The joy of the Lord that have taken him back to Sri Lanka, that joy of the Lord brought him back here. He will go back with that joy of the Lord in the mighty name of Jesus. And when else is visiting here, to God be the glory, the joy of the Lord will be growing stronger with testimony in his life in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father. And I bless all of you once again that that joy of the Lord will lead you all the days of your life in the mighty name of Jesus. He shall wipe away all the tears in your life in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, almighty God. For the rest of our program that remains for this year, Father, let your joy grow over it in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Let us share the grace together in fellowship. Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen.